podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hi, everybody. It's Russ from My Hammers 11. I hope you're all safe and well. Um, obviously, if you're new to the channel, please obviously subscribe and hit the little notification bell so you uh, know when we're posting new content. But loads of videos and loads of great guests coming up, including today. I think it's our most uh, award-winning. Uh, she's won the... Uh, the Women's Super League twice um, with Liverpool. We don't talk about that. Um, but she's obviously played a couple of, couple of FA Cup finals as well. Um, it's Kate Longhurst. How are you, Kate? Hello. Yes, I'm good, thank you. I'm doing well. Yeah, not bad. Fifty appearance, Almost 50 appearances for the Hammers. Uh, five goals, I believe, I'm read to believe. Yeah, probably should be doing better than that. But um, yeah, I think five. I don't know. I don't really count my goals. Don't you count the goals? Because I imagine some people do it religiously. Do you just like, when it happens, happens? Just give it, give it to someone else to score normally and then, uh, you know, join in the celebrations. That's all I care about. <laughs> love it, love it, love it. Right. Obviously, um, many of you know that Kate's a, Kate's a massive West Ham fan. Um, and so, you know, the idea of this channel, Kate, is we're interviewing lots of different people all over the world, lots of different age groups about their memories of West Ham, um, you know, because obviously, you know, you more than anyone, we haven't got no live sport, no, you're not, you're not trading know, team or anything at the moment. Plenty to there's talk nothing, about. There? There's nothing, there's nothing, but hopefully nothing. soon, hopefully soon, hopefully soon. Yes. Um, so, so in terms of, in terms of your sort of West Ham fan career, we can talk, you know, feel free to drop in obviously the playing career as well. Um, you know, what's your earliest sort of memories of, of, of West Ham? I mean, I've, from as early as I can remember, I've supported them. Yeah. Um, and then as I've kind of, maybe from like 10, 11, I became obsessed, you know, watching every game and um, knowing all the players and just, I don't know, it's kind of like that family feel, isn't it, of being part of West Ham. Um, it's such a good feeling and you used to get that um, when you go over Upton Park and just, you know, you become friends with the people that you sit around. Yes. And, you know, and I have that now at, at the London Stadium as well, you know, the people that you see, um, you can always have a chat with them at every game. You, you start to know them, and I don't even necessarily know everyone's name, but you just you just have a chat, and um, whether we won, lost, draw, you know, it's it's that family feel, and um, yeah, from as early as I can remember, really, yeah. I've, I've just had it as part of my passion. Really. And you're right; it's like you've got those, you've got that bloke next to you or behind you who wears the flat cap. It could be Bob, could be John, yeah. don't know. No but, idea. <laughs> but your best mates for those three hours on a Saturday, exactly. love it, absolutely love it. Now, obviously, you know. Unlike probably a lot of people we're, we're interviewing, obviously you played for, you played for the club as well. Um, you know, I can probably guess one of your fondest memories, but you know, what sort of your, your fondest, your happiest, happiest memories that stick in your mind when you, when you think about West Ham? Um, I think the, the two playoff finals, um, you know, you don't really want to be going down to the championship, but I think if you can go back up, that's the best yeah. way of doing it because the day out at Cardiff, I just remember all the pubs and, you know, walking along and there's thousands of, of West Ham fans. And unfortunately, I couldn't go to the one um, the year before Preston against Crystal Palace. I couldn't go to that one. I couldn't get a ticket because um, at the time I wasn't a season ticket holder. And um, I remember crying on my living room floor when we, <laughs> when we lost. And my dad was at the game, but I was just crying. And then um, to go to, to Cardiff again the next year and, and watch us beat Preston. Um, you know, just the streets. I remember just singing West Ham songs and just being part of like an army, just marching down the streets. It was amazing. Yeah. Um, and then Wembley as well, the Blackpool game. I think especially the way that we won it. Um, 
that was incredible. And um, yeah, and, and the FA Cup final, I was at that game as well. Um, and it's it's typical West Ham, isn't it? You think it's the hope that kills you. You think, yeah. okay, we're we're going to win this. We're going to win yeah. this. And then obviously Gerard it in, it encapsulates West Ham. Be. That that game sort of encapsulates what it means to be a West Ham fan. Exactly. You know? You've really got exactly. the highs, and then yeah, yeah, and then it and just then, gets taken away. From and then him. the penalties, but, and just before with yeah. Marlon Harewood, you know, yeah. uh, no, 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 no. So you know, back yeah. to normal. Bless us, bless us. Um, obviously, yeah. unlike. Unlike anyone else I've spoken to, you obviously, you know, there's not many people who had the privilege of, of walking out to Wembley um, yeah. for their club, you know, for yeah. your club. Um, and obviously, yeah, won't talk about it, the matter, but that, <laughs> yeah. that, it doesn't matter. But but just having that, having that ability, having that sort of experience is something which is obviously so special. That obviously, you know. I can't, you know, maybe Mark Noble, uh, maybe yeah. I think it was around the yeah, 2006 when he came on. So. You know, there's there's not many people who did that, um, so it's, yeah. it's, it's a privilege and a, an amazing sort of thing to do. But uh, yeah, I remember that Cardiff. I remember Cardiff. It's, we went there three years in a row, didn't we? In, yeah. In Two thousand one one final when there's there's a there was a pub literally on on one of the main streets there, which is I think it's Weatherspoons or other pubs yeah. available, but it had like a massive glass window, like second yeah. floor, and it was just all I could see was just. Heads. Just West Ham, yeah, brilliant. amazing, yeah. amazing times. Great, uh, and actually, I, I actually, I think I preferred that to Wembley. You know, just experience. I think I did, yeah, just in terms of like the. I mean, obviously, you've got Wembley Way, but of there's course. not a lot of pubs no. and things like that where you can all congregate. Yeah. Um, whereas Cardiff, there was quite a few places that you could go into, but you could take over the whole place, and yeah. then the other team could take over another street. It's and then you just sort of like walk yeah. together and meet. Um, so yeah, I think I, I think I preferred that in terms of like the atmosphere outside. Yeah, definitely, brilliant. Right, okay. What we're doing, Kate, as well is, as I said, we're doing like your sort of hammers eleven. So um, we, we try and keep it to a four four two if we can. Okay. Um, just because I'm I'm rubbish at video <laughs> editing, more than anything. Old <laughs> yeah, old school, but I can't. This isn't my day job, so I'm sort of in the coronavirus trying to figure out how to do video editing and all that. <laughs> um, and and secondly, um, you have to be in line to have seen them play. So you know, yeah. obviously, if you said you're West Ham, you know, West Ham would be obviously Bobby Moore and yeah, you know, I wasn't. I'm not was quite no that old. old. No, me neither. <laughs> me neither. So I was, not quite that old. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. Uh, and the last <laughs> one is it's your eleven, so it doesn't have to be the best players. It could be the yeah. ones that you know. There's there's certain players that people hold dear to their hearts who weren't the best, but yeah, they were tryers or maybe yeah. to make the worst or whatever. You know, and that's the idea. It's open forum. And we've heard some great stories from different people in terms of the players they like. So, you know, for the, for yeah. the Longhurst 11, who have we got between the sticks? Yes. Um, it, was, it was a tough one between... Um, Ludo and Fabianski in goal made and watching them live and you just think how has he saved that yeah um, and you know he deservedly was our player of the season by an absolute mile I think yeah. and so for me I think he's probably for a good number of years been the best keeper that we've had um, so I'm going to have to go Fabianski maybe yeah. it's just down to the recent memories um, but I just think in terms of you know, we've had some good keepers, but I think he's been some of the saves he makes. I just don't think uh, I don't know how he's managed to do it, to be honest. Yeah, I agree. So I'll go with him. Yeah, good shout. I think, yeah, I, I think there's 
few will disagree, is probably technically the best player, best goalkeeper we well, I've had in my yeah. lifetime. You know, obviously, I mean, yeah. we've had some great ones. We've had, you know, the, the Shaka yeah, yeah. Hislops. Yeah, and, Shaka, but, yeah. yeah, I did love Shaka Hislop. I did love Shaka Hislop. But you're right, Fabianski is just a, is a great player. And, you know, um, that year that he won, obviously, I can't remember the last time a goalkeeper won Hammer yeah, of the Year. Yeah, yeah. So, I yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, it doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah. Matter. <laughs> right, okay, we'll put Fab in goal. Who are we going to go for for left back then, Kate? Left back, I mean, I, I've gone for Julian Dix. Yeah. Just because I think he epitomised everything that you want out of a defender. Um, you know, no one messed with him. He was hard. He, you know, he'd smash the ball as hard as he'd kick someone in row Um, And just played with a pure passion yeah. that you love. And it's it's not... Not many fullbacks can kind of get fans off their seat. And, you know, he was one of them players that he'd do something, you'd be like, yes, like, you know, and get the rest of the team going. And, yeah, yeah, and, you know, and he seemed to have a real love for the club as well. And, you know, obviously came back coaching as well. And um, so I think, you know, it'd be stupid not to pick dicks, really. And you're right, you know, fullbacks aren't the most glamorous position yeah. and and, yeah. To, and to have and to be able to make a reaction with the fans just shows yeah. how much yeah how much he means yeah. great shout okay we'll put julian in left back who are we gonna go for right back then kate right back i was stuck between two and there's one like just random Love do you remember sebastian schemmel big fan he was in my first season um he was unreal but then his second season i was like oh <laughs> i'm not sure but we've had a few players that have done that that have been really good one season so yeah. i don't know if he makes my all-time level but he had one really good season um and then there's Potts, who you know he was there for years and again i was quite young while he was playing there so i don't remember him too much um but i've gone for thomas replica yeah and I'm going to have like a no-nonsense back four here. But, yeah. you know, he was, again, when he left for, for a foreign player to come in and feel so welcomed by the fans and cry, you know, replica, mm. like this hard man, you don't expect much emotion. And, you know, the game he left, he was sobbing his eyes out. And I think probably about 30,000 people in that crowd were as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, he was unreal. I mean, his first, was it his first four games he got sent off twice or something? Or, something like, you know, yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah absolute nutcase um but again like dicks just the passion um no nonsense just did his defensive job gave the ball to someone that was maybe a bit better than him on the ball um but did his job and just a fan's favorite again exactly and uh, and a record signing for us at the time uh, yeah, when he signed yeah. for us but yeah no thomas repka yeah no nonsense right this is good i like this i can see how it's going in the mid in the center. <laughs> okay if those are the wing if those are the, the full backs who the hell are we gonna have a center back in okay who we got now, this, this is probably the hardest yeah. um decision for me because being west ham you let in a lot of goals so you're not necessarily always thinking oh we have the best center backs but obviously that can be down to the team that's in front of them as well um but i've gone for ginge james collins i think just again no nonsense but you know he he just had a bit about him a bit of character a bit of leadership the fans loved him um and just made you be proud of someone wearing your shirt you know he he just did everything that you wanted him to do uh and it's a shame he didn't get another year contract but you can kind of understand why that's football, unfortunately. But um, 
no, I, I, you know, I used to love watching him play and he had two spells here and, you know, he played a big part in, in what we were trying to achieve. And I think, you know, he, he seemed quite well liked among the, the players as Definitely. well as the fans. Definitely. Um, and yeah, just popped up with a good goal as well every so often. So yeah, I'll put Ginge in there. Yeah, good shout. Great shout. And I, I'm, I totally echo what you said. I think, you know, I think it was first season in London Stadium, but like Mike, uh, Mark did a, a little thing to that at the end of the season, you know, when they were doing yeah. the lap and he was like saying, give this man another year. And yeah. they did that type. But yeah, you know, and it's like, yeah. It clearly, you see on Twitter and the banter he still has with yeah. everyone. There's, there's there's still a love for the players and a love for the, the club, which is great. exactly all right. Ginger's in. Okay, who who's going to partner him and Kate? Um, so I had it between three. I had Ian Pierce, great shout, Anton Ferdinand, and Winston Reid. I think Winston Reid for a couple of seasons was unbelievable. Yeah. It's just a shame he got hampered by injuries. Really, I think. It's a real shame the way his career with us has sort of petered out a little bit. You know, since since we've moved really from Upton Park, he's had a lot of injuries. Um, but I think from when he first came to West Ham, how he grew as a player and became so important for us at the back, um, I think people tend to forget that just because he's been dogged with injuries. Um, sometimes people forget how good he was. Um, Ian Pierce, I think he was just at the time, a really good um, centre-half for us. Scored that goal against Tottenham that wasn't bad. Um, you know, he was, again, someone quite tough to get round and, you know, and could play a little bit as yeah, well. Yeah. Played up front. Played up front for a few games. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I think I'm going to go for Anton Ferdinand nice. just because he was there for a while. Maybe not necessarily the best centre-back that we've ever had. Um, and, you know, probably not as good as Rio in terms of what he can do. But, you know, Rio wasn't wasn't at West Ham long. And I think if you pick him, it's because of what he's done after West yeah, Ham. Sure. Um, but Anton seemed to really have a love for the club. And mm. just that goal against Fulham, just being there, watching that live, it was incredible. Just, yeah, I, I don't know. He just had so much passion for West Ham. And I really enjoyed watching him play. And just, I felt gutted for him when he missed the penalty yeah. in the FA Cup final as well. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm, I'm going to pick Anton Ferdinand to partner. Nice shout. And actually, I, I read a story, or someone must have mentioned it to me, about those penalties. I think Ginge was the next one or something like that. He was going right. to, and uh, yeah, and he was going to do, he was going to do old school Julian Dix. Yeah. Just, you know, 30 yard, just wallop it in. <laughs> just run from the halfway line. Don't exactly. stop. <laughs> <Straight> <laughs> <away>. <laughs> no, was a goalkeeper. I've just gone, yeah, all right, Ginge. Yeah, no, I was cool. Our penalties weren't the best that day, were they? No, but, um, no, they weren't. And, and yeah. I don't think, and, it's been picked up loads of times, you know, with Julian, obviously he had a famous, you know, just walloped it and no one does it anymore yeah. now yeah. in the modern game. Um, everyone's trying to be clever and curl it and dink it. Yeah. But um, yeah. All right. Okay. That's a no nonsense. Back yeah. No nonsense back You're, not getting, you're not getting much change, are you? For the striker <laughs> or the two wingers out there. Love it. Love it. Love it. All right. Okay. Let's go into midfield. Who should we have a um, left wing? Left wing. Um, Again, I was stuck between two. I think Everton in that, that first season, um, he was incredible for us and I really enjoyed watching him play and the way he could dribble around players and some of his finishes. Um, I think it was Ipswich, the, the playoff goal. Yeah. I mean, that was, that was a great moment. Um, but I think in terms of longevity, for me, Trevor Sinclair 
um, you know, not necessarily like a pacey winger that takes people on and, um, you know, not, not a lot of pace, but he had a lot of skill and a lot of yeah. um, great finishes for us. I mean, mm. he could score a world even the, you know, every, every season he seemed to pop up with a yeah. couple. Um, and he was one of the first players I had on the back of my shirt as oh, well. Okay. Fair enough. Um, Sinclair 8. So, yeah, I really enjoyed the way that Sinclair played and, you know, represented England, which we, we haven't had too many people um, to cheer on. But, um, yeah, I just the way that Sinclair played and obviously set up that Decanio goal as well, you've, you've got to be in the team, haven't you, if you can play exactly. balls like that into exactly. our best players. Yeah, no, I, I echo so, everything yeah. you said there. He was, in, he was in my team as Tricky Trevor as well. Right, OK, yeah. he's going to left. Who's going to go on the right then? We'll go the other side. I've got to go with Pyatt. I mean, not that he's traditionally off the right all the time, but um, for me, in terms of watching a player live, Mm. he is the best player I've seen live, um, along with Decanio. But just in terms of how easy he made the game, just everything he did, I was like, how has he done that? How? And just sitting players down and some of his free kicks that you get to see live, the one he scored against the Man United at Old Trafford, yeah. I our game got called off. So last oh. minute, I could go to the game, Brilliant. but I had to sit in the United end. So I bought a ticket off a United fan, and I'm sat there, and I'm sat right behind the goal, and it's gone in, and I'm just like, <laughs> I couldn't like I couldn't jump up and cheer because I'm sat with Man United fans, and um, oh, it was just unreal. But I mean, some of the the stuff he. For me, that's the most enjoyable season I've watched yes. West Ham play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the football that we played under Billich that season, um, yeah. the whole being the last year at the Bling Ground, like it was just everything was meant to be, I think. Yeah. And to have a player like him, just the way he played was. Mm. It was incredible, really. Exactly, uh, and and there, and there was nothing of him. You know, he was like he was no, a stumpy yeah. bloke, really. Yeah. Um, yeah. But just mercurial talent and I, I think I, I totally agree I think the stars just aligned that season the yeah. right manager the right player and the right manager player relationship yeah um, yeah and the season wouldn't it, have been the same without about him yeah yeah for sure great shout all right we'll put Pyatt there who are we gonna have in the census then Kate um I'm gonna go for Noble yeah because he's pretty much been there the whole time I've supported yeah, yeah probably right yeah um, <laughs> And there's a reason he gets picked by every manager and, you know, he's, he never shies away. He always wants the ball. You know, people say about his work rate and everything, but he always wants the ball and he's, Mm -hmm. he can do things with the ball that other players can't do. You know, he has got skills. He can, like some of his passing, the vision that he's got. um, And this season, last season, he seemed to find himself on the left wing and putting in a few crosses as well somehow. Um, But he's just all action everywhere. Um, you know, he's he probably touches the ball along with Declan Rice probably more than any other player on the pitch. Yeah. You know, he would never shy away and just gives it gives his all. And you know, he's someone that you want as a captain, someone that you want to get behind as a West Ham fan. Um, so I, I couldn't have a team without yeah. without Noble in it. No, definitely. All right, Nobes is in. Good shout. Okay, so put Nobes in. Who's going to yeah. partner Nobes in the middle then? Um, Scott Parker. Yeah. Again. For me, someone that just gave absolutely everything. And mm. I mean, he probably deserved to be in a better team than us. I mean, that one season he had, I think he won the 
football writers or authors. Yeah, yeah. Not many people do that. From yeah. uh, we get relegated that from, season as well. From so West Ham like, that haven't even achieved yeah. anything that season. Um, he was incredible and. I just remember him sort of going around in circles all the time, but he'd always Scotty get away. Parker turn, yeah. yeah. He'd always just get his away thumb from in the way. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he just, I mean, he'd take shots in the face, get straight back up. Yeah. It was just as if he did everything for the team that season. Um, and, and then unfortunately we got relegated and we had to let him go. So, you know, the team that we, we don't we mention. We don't talk about yet. Um, but yeah, but he was, he was incredible. Probably... Again, one of the best players I've seen in terms of wearing a West Ham shirt, all action, did absolutely everything, pass, shooting, tackling, just everything. He was he was unreal. And I think for Noble, he was someone to learn off of and picked up a lot of good traits off of him as well and became a better player from playing alongside him, I think. That's a good shout. And I think it's and I think sort of history's repeating itself with Declan and Mark, you know, yeah. having that sort of older man so to yeah. speak to sort of you know so yeah i can see that it's a good shout i didn't really think about that but yeah. that's, a, that's a great shout okay so and i think it's gonna be noble and parker in the middle because you've got Pyatt and trev yeah so they're not yeah. gonna track they back can, too they much can in. yeah <laughs> exactly they can do all the defensive work exactly love it okay who are we going to go for uh, up front then kate um i think decanio has to yeah. be there for me he was one of the first players that you know made me fall in love with West Ham and just the way he played and that little chop that he always had you knew he was doing it the defender knew he was doing it but would still always be able to do it um you know he's what you want in a West Ham player you know passion skill he's a bit of a like throw a strop and didn't really that's, like that's that way him, game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, you loved him for it because he gave absolutely everything on the pitch and wore his heart on his sleeve and, you know, he wasn't bad in terms of skills and everything, was he? So... Um, yeah. you, you can't have a team without Takanyo and I think West Ham fans relate to that person who's you know clearly an enigma of a player and yeah. you know it's going to take one defender to leave a foot in and he'll absolutely just go yeah. in. but that's yeah. it was like Repka it's <laughs> like Repka yeah. exactly yeah. you know but brilliant and what a man as well you know he's, yeah. and he's still loves West Ham to this day yeah. and the West Ham fans still love him to this exactly. day. So yeah, yeah, you have to, you have to have the Canyon on the team. Sounds great. And I think the Canyon and Pyatt would be tasty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we might be in trouble. But, um, right. For away yeah. games particularly, you'll have to yeah. put someone instead of Paolo, but yeah, we're right. All right. Who are we going to go? The rest of exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Julian will have a word. That's for sure. Yeah. Right. Okay. Who's going to partner the Canyon up front then, Kate? Yeah. This was hard because, I mean, that Tevez season, mm. Tevez was incredible for us. Um, you know, I, again, we don't, we don't get many players like him and we were very fortunate. And I mean, he only really played half the season, but his goals kept us up that season. Um, so it was, it was, it was it, not many players can kind of get the West Ham fans on side within one season mm. and then leave. And still be Revered, getting their name sung yeah. when he came back, you know. Um, but I think because he wasn't there as long, I'm not going to put him in my team. Sure. Um, and then I've got Colton Cole. Just I think for a pure emotional reason, you know, he maybe wasn't the best striker, but he would pop up with 
some good goals. I mean, he's one of our top scorers mm-hmm. um, and he was there for years and you just loved him, you know, even if he'd miss a sitter, but then he could score like a goal on half volley on the turn. You think, where's that come from? Yeah. Again, someone that would never stop trying. Um, you know, he was someone I really enjoyed watching playing, even though, again, he's not maybe the best striker, but I loved having him at West Ham. Um, and then my other option is Dean Ashton. And I think it's a shame he got injured because I think he was probably, in my lifetime, the most natural finisher that we've had at West Ham. Agreed, yeah. Um, you know, we're, we're not really maybe blessed with so many natural finishers. Maybe Chicharito, but he was in and out of the team and never yeah. really looked like he wanted to be at West Ham. Um, so Ashton, in terms of being a natural finisher, I think mm. it's a real shame that his career had to end when it did. Um, so, yeah, between them, and I mean, as much as people probably hate on Altovich, he was really important for us. Did a good um, job for that, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, just the way he could hold the ball up and how quick he was. You, he doesn't look that quick, mm. but he was so quick and strong and no one could... Mm knock him off the ball. So again, I mean, Arnautovic was, was great to watch. Um, yeah, I'm stuck. I may, I was going to say Carlton because also, is it yeah. also, he does, he does go, come down to rush green quite a bit just to, yeah, exactly. Family exactly. Fun days, exactly. So I'll keep it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll go, I'll go for Carlton Cole because he's just, again, a fan's favourite, isn't he? And, yeah. and done a lot for the club. Um, uh, yeah. So yeah. And I don't know if you listen to his, he's doing a podcast with Marlon and, and Chris Skull and it's brilliant. It's the footballer's guide to football and it's yeah. absolutely brilliant. I'll have to so give it a listen. Yeah, yeah. And again, obviously. And I love you... Mar- Marlon Harewood, Marlon Zamora, you know, Joe Cole. There's, pe- there's so many players. Yeah, that you can there's so many. And, that, and that's the great thing about, about this is you can think back and look and then like, like me, I was going back and I was like, oh, and I was thinking about, you know, when you said, you know, Trevor Sinclair was the first person in your shirt and I was thinking, you know, yeah. I think mine was Neil Ruddock. I don't know why. <laughs> I had this weird fascination That's the one with Neil. Dream of. Yeah, exactly. I had a weird fascination with Neil Ruddock, and I think I had Johnny Moncur on my back as well one day. Yeah. But uh, no, brilliant. Oh, I love Moncur. Oh, what a, what a, what a lovely bloke! Was. What a lovely bloke! Oh. He was. If you wanted a yellow card, you know, just get yeah. Johnny off. <laughs> I remember that, when uh, he called the lino shorts down. Yeah. And he warming up, and he just pulled the lino shorts down right in front of us, and I was like, "Oh my god, this this man!" Uh, and that was probably the last. Yeah, and and no disrespect to sort of the, the modern era players, but I reckon that was pro- probably the last sort of the Neil Ruddocks, the John Monkers was the last sort of fun era. Do you know what I mean? When like yeah. you know, when like you know, when they were doing the lap of honor or lap of appreciation yeah. they were all naked by the end of part yeah <laughs> they're throwing their shirts and their shorts and socks yeah. and yeah you can't it. really get away with it now oh, i think no, there's no, just no. too much too much money in the in the game well, i remember we played uh, who did we play i think pre-season friend we played napoli a few years ago when we was in the old yeah. in the old ground and uh by the end they were all in their white skimpy yeah. Yeah, exactly. They were like, <laughs> like chiseled Adonis Italian bodies. Yeah. You know? 
that's fair enough. Kate, it's been absolutely brilliant. I've really, really oh, enjoyed it. You. Got a lovely, lovely team. Appreciate obviously you, you obviously spending the time and obviously you know doing all the stuff and to get signed off and stuff. So you can come on. I really yeah. appreciate your time. And uh, thank you to everyone for for watching. Obviously, you know, like, share, subscribe, do all that stuff. Got a hell of a lot of other people coming up soon. And uh, stay safe, everyone, and take care. Cheers. Bye bye. Sports Social Podcast Network.